0: realize that these external things that you're bitching about and crying about similar to like what I said, those communists in America, you know, they cry about everything and they don't fix any of their own problems. It's the same with the people on the right that are crying about the, the Trump thing that he's not the president or, or whatnot. So focus on what your main purpose is. Your main pur- purpose is to be happy. And you think changing everything externally was the only way you're going to be happy. No, no, that's not the case. Yeah. You can change internally and figure things out to get to that happiness Part And if at that point, if you're still mad about what the hell's going on in this world, maybe because you care about your future family or the future generations, when you've got your own happiness figured out and your own life figured out, then go say something. Then maybe try to get into politics and change something. But don't start from over here thinking the world needs to change for you to be happy. because it's never going to work. Many of our viewers,
1: many of our clients have been telling me my country has become unrecognizable. They're looking for plan Bs and record numbers, and now one key media figure is saying the same. America is unrecognizable.
0: See, bob our guy, Nomad Capitalist. What do you think about him?
2: I love this guy. I've been following him for years, man. Uh, probably his slogan line, really caught my attention. Go where you treat the best. I can't agree with that more. But yeah, good guy, uh, great content, he puts out videos I think every single day. Uh, so I respect him for that.
0: A lot of the shit he does though is like free knowledge. I know he has the, he says he markets to the only six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs and whatnot, which is a good marketing scheme to make him seem like he's this you know amazing, uh, only works with the best. So his consulting is uh, a lot of money. I've known a couple of people who have used him and supposedly, you know, a lot of the stuff he helps out with, you could get it for free, you know, on the YouTube channel. But I don't know. I've never done it personally, so I'm not positive, but his content is great. A. I, I definitely love uh, his philosophy on life and it's very practical. It's not just this libertarian blah, blah, blah.
2: Exactly. So. Yeah, it's definitely very easy to digest content for people who are not in the seven, eight figure. Hi,
1: I'm Andrew, Andrew Henderson. Henderson. And this is Nomad no Capitalist, Capitalist, where we, we help seven, seven and eight figure, figure entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs and investors and legally go where you are treated best. Now, I haven't been in the United States for a number of years now. and Even the last time I was there, it was only about for a week. And so when I hear people telling me that their country is unrecognizable, uh, I read about it in the news. Uh, I've been talking about how this is coming. I wanted to, uh, to leave the country. I didn't feel comfortable there for a long time. People now begin to share my realization. Uh, but I don't, I don't take any, any great, great pleasure, pleasure in this because uh, it's, it's sad to watch a country that you uh, grew up in, that, that many people are living in, uh, become what, what some are saying is unrecognizable.
0: What do you think about that, T-Bob? Because you, uh, you've you been living in America. I haven't really fully lived there yeah. for the past three years. I've visited here and there. This was actually my first year of doing uh, the foreign income exclusion. So I stayed out of the country for over 330 days and you get uh, nice tax benefits, but From what I see on the social media and what I hear from my friends and family, things have gone bananas. Yeah, man, I would say
2: the digital world and the real world of the United States of America is very different. So if you get online, just read on Facebook what's going on, it's going to be completely different than when you're on the ground. So I'm from Houston, Texas, and every time I travel and I come back home, I don't see those things that they're saying that the U.S. is failing. Everybody's at each other's throats this and that i think it's something that's been overblown obviously do i think we're going in the right direction per se no but is it as extreme as what they're saying definitely not
0: yeah i would agree with that i think the social media amplifies the craziness but i also think the social media is ahead of the curve what soon happens uh, what happens on social media soon happens i think in the real world you know it takes some time to catch up but i don't know i don't know if it's at my point of life right now, but I just don't find much of living in America appealing, you know, whether it be adventures, whether it be cost of living, whether it be dating, whether it be even food, uh, lifestyle, it doesn't like quite excite me. And I don't know what it is, but I was talking to you about this recently. And I think this goes back to, you know, the American, what we were founded on, like the hyper capitalism. And, but like nowadays it's like this, uh, this fixation on this hip hop culture. All the entertainers are, you know, the basketball, the hoopers, all that stuff. And it's like, they, they fixate on this, like, uh, you know, the chains everywhere and the strip clubs and like you're at a club and you, Hey, Hey, like that, even that kind of shit. Like, I'm just, it doesn't excite me anymore. It's like, um, you know, I think it's been like this though for a while. Like even look at Trump, like in the nineties, he had the gold, everything was gold. He had the Lambos, the, the models and all that stuff. So it's like this uh, hyper capitalism, but I think it's getting like crazier and crazier. I think you see with like a King Vaughn who mm-hmm. I think um, is so intriguing because this dude literally lived the grand theft auto lifestyle, like to the fullest, like living bold till you can't even, you know, till you burn out You're a crash dummy. You know what I mean? And I think that's very appealing to the average person because they're like, holy shit. Like this person is living to the extreme, but I don't know. To me, it's like our focus is on this like hip hop, you know, throw money around, live this kind of lifestyle. What do you think about that? I
2: definitely do agree with you. Um, But do do you not see that other places as well? Uh, When you go to Europe, uh, especially,
0: let's say, Middle East, wouldn't you say they're just as flashy as the U.S.? I haven't been in the Middle East, but I would think, yeah, like Dubai. Correct. (laughs) In Europe, I think it's more like old school wealth. So it's still they're classy about it. and. Like mm-hmm. in Scandinavia, they had that saying, like, hey, just don't show your wealth or don't act like you're better than other people. Some mm-hmm. of the richest people I met in Scandinavia had no brand names. You know, I mean, it was just kind of like, yo, chill out a little bit. And yeah. I have nothing wrong with being like flashy. Okay. I think yeah, I'm a flashy person. Let's yeah. Look at my fucking room. Yeah. It's exactly. a, little, a little wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like this culture of uh, just loudness and, um, you know, the chains everywhere. And it's like that is what is cool in America and yes. it's like we're promoted
2: yeah and unfortunately it, it it really affects uh a certain environment for certain demographic more than others uh, i've always said for years that hip-hop is is dangerous it is truly dangerous to society if you really sit back and listen to the words that these people are saying and i started noticing it myself like i started listening and i started like Kind of filling in like feeling myself on how i react to what these people are saying like do i feel like studying when i'm listening to a rapper or do i feel like studying and learning when i'm listening to classical music so that right there has really shown that it's it's actually been used as a tool to keep certain demographics pretty much clueless on what's going on in life and and keep a certain demographic on being consumers rather than builders so i think hip-hop is honestly dangerous. Um, I wish it was actually like some, t- some type of way like restricted from society, even though I'm all about freedom, et cetera. But I don't think everything should be allowed. And the fact that it is allowed, I think is kind of a wake up call because I believe if, if it was consumed by a, another demographic as much as it is being consumed right now in the current demographic, I feel like it would be illegal. But the fact that it's not being consumed by a certain demographic, as much it's it's free because it keeps it keeps you down. So yeah, I I do not enjoy the hip hop lifestyle at all. Obviously, it does help when it comes to traveling around the world, especially as a man of color. Being the rap music does help me out. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm not gonna front that that culture. Everybody like looks at us look looks at us as being cool as hip,
0: and that does help.
2: But I also see the negatives as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely think there has been sinister motives behind the hip hop movement. I mean, because it started off way different. You Know what I mean? There was storytelling and the lyrics and whatnot. I'm not a historian, but like I got caught up in hip hop too at a young age. It's addicting. It's you get that uh, adrenaline, you feel that uh, that energy. You know what I mean? But it's like uh, you know, for every uh, million people that listen to it, one is the Jay Z, one is uh, you know the the big person. It's like the destructive lifestyle that is preached so much in it. And I think it is is, definitely mainstream. I think uh, pop, hip hop, all the top artists now are these kind of people. And I think it is getting into the other community you're talking about, the the white community, the suburb kids and all that. Like it is the most popular thing. Yeah, I don't like to restrict things either. But ever since I've gotten out of that bubble, I do feel a lot more happier, a lot more. I just think there is some sinister things behind the scenes. I mean, they all talk about it, too, like uh, the industry and what you got to do to stay in the industry. Kanye speaks on it. I mean, kind of it's not- yeah, they, they tell it like it is. And yeah,
2: they, they actually get in trouble for telling it like it is. They're not supposed to say that out loud. But
0: last yeah. point I want to make on it too is getting out of that uh, American mindset. It's very like the hyper capitalism. I've said it before. There's pros to it and there's cons to it. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason we can live so nice overseas because of you know how big the economy got built. But it is literally work, work, work. You know, get get all the stress on the weekend get drunk do the same thing over and over try to save for retirement like it's like uh it is the rat race uh amplified in in america you know what i mean like there's nothing else like it but i think if you take the positives and use them somewhere else everything can be good
2: exactly yeah i think it's it's all about the one thing i like about the u.s is it's it's an open field right we're not I would say in Europe, you're kind of, you're kind of aligned, right? Okay. You're kind of held your hand is held throughout the process in the U S it's wide open, right? If you want to live the rat race lifestyle, you can live it, but you also have the opportunity to do other things, to make money much easier than anywhere else in the world where you don't have to live that lifestyle. So it's, it's pros and cons, right? You just have to be in the right networks in the know in the U S and you'll be, you'll be set up for sure.
0: Your key word exposure.
2: Exposure, man. Exposure is, is everything. And the U.S. provides that.
1: Looking for plan Bs is a result. So I have not seen this myself. I have to listen to you. And I, I always love hearing your comments on why you believe that not just the United States, other countries are becoming unrecognizable. And uh, we are going to start to see the veneer stripping off of many countries that uh, haven't offered a lot. Uh, in a long time, haven't offered at least nearly as much as you think they did. And now people are saying that that is uh, finally coming home to roost. People are at each other's throats. Here's the headline from realclearpolitics.com. Brian Williams quits TV. He says America in 2021 is unrecognizable. Brian Williams has been on TV for a long time. I was watching Brian Williams on MSNBC uh, way back in the mid-90s when they started. And here we are 25 years later. He's back on MSNBC. He is leaving and the article says longtime embassy uh, news broadcaster Brian Williams issued a strange warning Thursday as he retired from his 11 p.m. MSNBC show. The reality is, though, this is the quote, I will wake up tomorrow in uh, the America of the year 2021, a nation unrecognizable to those who came before us and fought to protect it, which is what you must do now, Williams said. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside that should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. I I
0: truly
2: agree with with everything he said. And it all starts with kind of how we just talked about, how everything kind of starts on social media and then transcends to like real life. So that's exactly what's happening. Uh, Humans, we are addicted to negativity. That's just, that's psychology. We are all addicted to negativity. And what is happening is the negativity that's being pushed online is essentially making us make the problem even worse than what it is. So I've kind of learned myself, right? When I started this channel, I would like bash uh, America on like certain things, but instead of saying America sucks, I like to say dating in America sucks because at the end of the day, it's, it's not everything. We're starting to generalize America as sucking and in return, we're we're not appreciating the things that we do have. We're not appreciating that we get paid the American dollar, the world reserve currency. We don't, we don't appreciate anymore the, the, the our passport. We don't appreciate being able to speak English. Like these little things that we have, we, we're com- completely looking past. And we're like instead joining these movements, joining these things that are just undermining the things that are actually good about the US. And we're undermining it, shaking it up, and making it worse, right? So, like, for example, we were talking about before we got on about how you said, like, most places don't have AC. And the reason is because energy, right? In the U.S., energy is extremely cheap. There's a reason why in Texas we could drive these huge trucks. There's a reason why houses are so big. There's a reason why washers and dryers are two or three times the size of washers and dryers Overseas is because energy is abundant, energy is extremely cheap. And we have people and and like young, especially young people, protesting, oh, energy companies are bad, they're evil, they're this, they're this, they're that. When we're actually benefiting, right? Right. The reason why we're able to complain about the things we complain about is because life is actually pretty easy for us comparable to majority of the world. So what this guy is saying is now we're pretty much undermining everything and we're, we're complaining. We're, we're wanting to do all these changes in return. It's just going to be worse than what it was before. It's, it's mind blowing. And, And the problem is, is because most people don't really pay attention to the history. Most people don't really dig into deep on why things are the way they are. They just kind of like make and react to the marketing the sales terms that are used by these politicians now these people in media and that's what's controlling the narrative rather than actually digging deep into history why is the us extremely wealthy today because it did xyz in the in in the past but now we've transitioned to something different and that's why growth has slowed down so these are a lot of things that people don't really educate themselves in and it takes time you can't just turn on cnn and learn this you have to read you have to do your research and that's why the U.S. has become unrecognizable because we're we're transitioning into essentially Europe. Right? Europe was on top a long time ago, and then now they're more of the kind of more on a social socialistic side of things, and that's pretty much what the U.S. is doing now. China's taking the spot of the U.S. So it's pretty much it's, it's human nature. I say what's going on in the U.S. Yeah.
0: Empires they come and go. A lot of points you made there. The point I want to make is okay, Brian Williams. Okay, he was with M.S.N. BC, first of all, he's been caught lying on um, uh, national media about some sniper attack, I believe it was, that he said he was there, but he wasn't. And so he's already been called out as a fraud. But the problem I have with this Brian Williams or any other media people that that say this kind of stuff, they're the ones who created it. They're the ones that do all the divisive crap. They're the ones that say, oh my God, be afraid, be scared. Life isn't fair. And now they want to say, oh, you guys fight for it or or, it's uh, everyone else's fault. You fucking created this, Brian Williams. And for you to come on here and, and act like your hands are clean, it's totally sick. It's wrong. But I mean, this is what the media is all about. It's about clicks. It's about the ad yeah. revenue. It's about lies and, and gaslighting and everything. So I think it's really funny when, when an MSNBC, who's an extremely on one side of the political spectrum, that fans the fires of a lot of different stuff to create division, which is the, what they're complaining about.
2: Yeah, But sad. you're
0: problem of it. know what I mean? I think that's quite interesting. I think a lot of these media people, as they see the mess they've created and the anger that's brewing up, are going to start saying, "Oh no, I'm with you guys. I'm on your side, like the public side." But they weren't for a long time. And I think a lot of people are going to definitely remember that. Well, yeah, it shows
2: that they're just puppets. They don't. They don't even know what they're saying. They just. They're just speaking what the the, what the boss man wants them to say.
1: Now, uh, I don't agree necessarily with Brian Williams, that you have to fight to protect it. But it comes to the point when people in the media, the mainstream media uh, are saying the country's unrecognizable. By the way, it's not just the United States people are saying this about. People are saying this all over the world. But when it comes to that point, the idea that uh, what are you gonna do to fight? We've talked about this from day one of Nomad Capitalist. And uh, are you gonna go and fight at the ballot box? It's not gonna work because the momentum's against you more and more people are joining the bandwagon. They want people like Elon Musk to pay more tax, even though he'll pay more tax than practically anybody in US history. Uh, They wanna demonize success. They wanna demonize small business, more and more entitlement, give us more stuff. Why should we work? I mean, it's just the general trend, whatever cultural trends that you wanna talk about, we talk about the ones that are more financial, but certainly lifestyle trends, life is becoming less free in uh, many Western countries, has been for many years. Uh, the lifestyle is not as good. You know, one of the things that I believe in, go where you're treated best. We don't talk about it that much, uh, but I believe in peace. You come and talk to my my team, especially our, our team leaders. They know that's a word I use a lot. We want peace. We want calm. And if you don't have that in your life, then you have not entirely gone where you're treated best. From everything I can ascertain, everything I read, Brian Williams, people I talk to, uh, you don't have that in the Western world.
0: I think that's an interesting point. Uh, it relates to us about what are you going to do? Are you going to stay there and fight, and do the January sixth thing, or go vote at the ballot box, or do what we do? And we vote with our feet. You know what I mean? We're living in different places of the world where we do feel free, where we do feel happy. But then we're also saying, like, hey, look at this lifestyle over here through this YouTube, through the podcasting, through uh, you know talking to other people. So I think we're we are doing our part. But it's not like we have to be miserable. And, and sit sits in the United States and bitch and, and complain when, you know, well, your one voice and so your one vote is probably not going to do much. Exactly. Then, that's that's the big
2: thing that I'm that I that I'm about is is freedom. Right. And and it's freedom in the sense of going where you're treated. best. exactly what uh, Andrew says. And what that takes is knowledge. With knowledge, you're able to understand how to make money, how to make money. So then you can have the options to go wherever you want, because, like I said, every place has its Pros and cons. There's no perfect country. After three months, a place always pisses me off. I don't care where it is in the world, right? So having that option to leave once I get pissed off is what I'm all about and what I promote to anybody. Because everywhere is going to be a check mark. Everywhere is going to be a. I mean, everywhere going to be a pro and everywhere is going to be a con. So you always got to have that ability to move, be mobile. Uh, don't get into much debt. I don't recommend buying a house unless it's unless you're making money off that house. Because, guys, being mobile is honestly a true blessing. True blessing. Honestly, that's I would take that over being a billionaire and having to stay, let's say, at home in Texas or anywhere else in the world. Like, I would rather be mobile than be a billionaire and can't leave.
0: Yeah, freedom for sure. And here's a good point, like, too, about, talk about uh, living in these different countries. Like, in Mexico, I felt more free than I was in the United States. And um, in Italy, I love the lifestyle so much. But you also got to remember is, I'm not an Italian citizen. So when I was living in Italy, I had uh, the people I was working for, they uh, did all my paperwork, they handled all the bureaucrat BS, which is terrible in Italy. I didn't have to deal with many tax issues or, or whatnot. So I basically got to live the tourist life for an extended amount of time. And tourism and living in a place is yeah. quite different. You actually live in the place, you get to really see the negatives and, and whatnot. So when you're always in a kind of a touristic mindset you don't have to deal with as much bs so there's a pro and there's a con to to that but it's that's like a a rebuttal to people that um you know when i when i say oh i like this it feels so good being in brazil it's so cheap the people are so nice but i'm not really dealing with the negatives that's why
2: that's why when people go to these places oh brazil is amazing i love it but you're you're staying in leblon you're staying in the richest part of the entire country you're not seeing everything else so I, I i really don't like that because then they want to bash their home country oh america sucks this is it's like i mean yeah it's it's completely different guys uh so i think it's it's definitely important to really stay there for at least three months i think it takes at least three months to really get the feel for a place uh, and i think andrew talks about that i think he talks about uh, how he lives his life so i think he stays a place for three months and like moves around
0: uh, i think he's every four four months he four the, months he's, he's, okay yeah. You know, you're still going to pay
1: high taxes. You're still going to have the potential risks of living in a country that might uh, decide to take your passport or who knows what they can do. But uh, you can you can live in the middle of nowhere, anywhere and be left alone. But if you're going to stay in your country, a country that's become unrecognizable, uh, how are you going to fight that? Uh, obviously, we do not promote any kind of uh, violence here. I see different things happening around the world. People are getting uh, uh, arrested for threatening violence or plotting. But listen, that's not the answer. Why, why do you want to do that? Why would you want to, um, you know, risk your life? Why would you want to be so unhappy? You know, I don't, I just I don't understand if go where you're treated best is about having a peaceful, happy life. What's the point? Brian Williams is now saying it, others are saying it. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. Um,
0: people, it's better to be mis- uh, miserable. A lot of people are happy being miserable, you know what I mean? Because oh. then if they they don't have to focus on the solutions that are sometimes tougher to have a happy life. And what he said is, I totally see that with um, the people with the colored hair, the people that uh, the communists in America or whatnot. It's like it's easier for them to just scream at everyone else for their problems and to look at themselves and say, okay, maybe if I did this or worked on this, and then in my life could be what I, I want it to be. But no, it's the billionaire's fault. It's, it's the government's my, fault. It's my neighbor's people. fault. Because it's, it, it's easier. It's way easier to bitch and blame everyone else.
2: Easy to blame. Yep. That's that's amazing. Yep. That was beautiful what he said. Can't agree anymore.
1: Every weeknight for decades now, he says, he's produced the same version of the same program. But it's changing. He says the times have changed. And no doubt, listen, you know, in 1996, when MSNBC was coming on the air, I was probably beginning to, if not then, shortly soon thereafter, sit at the dining room table with my father. And he would come back and read the... uh Uh, You know, the most free economies in the world. Oh, listen, Hong Kong's doing great this year, but we're still holding up pretty well. The U.S. has changed. Many Western countries have changed. And again, you think back in 1996 or 1997 or 1998, anybody would talk about Georgia as a bastion of economic freedom with low taxes. Of course not. The world has changed. The Georges of the world, many of the other countries we talk about, have become unrecognizable in a good way. I mean, my goodness, the um, you could go and buy an apartment there in the center of the city for five or ten thousand dollars back then, probably. I met a guy who lived in Tbilisi in two thousand and two, and he said, "Oh my goodness, what a disaster it was," and that's not the case uh, today. And it's just one example. So we don't believe in uh, fighting now. If you want to stay and you believe, hey, listen, I live in a place where. Uh, you know, people share my values and it's recognizable enough. That's fine. Certainly, I think that, uh, you know, watching less news, participating in uh, less politics probably uh, makes you happier. Again, listen, I-, I will be honest. There are people in this audience who like being miserable and I see it all the time.
2: I would honestly say that is the best thing about when I travel. I do not pay attention to the news at all so like that is honestly the best thing of being away from the u.s it's like it feels like just a complete weight off your shoulders i don't care what the i don't care what's going on in the u.s i don't care what's going on in whatever country i'm in so that's honestly the best the best thing for sure be clueless sometimes being clueless is the best thing you can be in life
0: because you're you're doing stuff you're living a fulfilling life you're not exactly. sitting on a roof or, or watching yeah. the news after work because exactly. um people been- can say what they want but like i remember this when i was younger like going on Reddit to, just to get angry. Oh, this person is stupid. That that opinion sucks. You don't think the exact same way I do. You're you're stupid. And yeah. it would like I would get dopamine hits from this. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. luckily yeah. I didn't comment on there. Like all these other crazy people. They they fight with anonymous people. Most of them are bots anyways. Yeah. They're fake profiles. Exactly. But when you are traveling or you are like living a, a life, like building a business or you're you're doing something fun, you don't have time to to cry about everything that's going on. And like we said before. Dude, the news. What makes people click? What makes people pay attention is fear. That's yeah, the number fear. one thing. It's, it's right. fear. So that's, that's what they're gonna push. They always freaking push. There's some so many funny memes like, uh, you know, the end of the world is near. Fear this, this disease, that thing. I mean, it's constant. It's been like that for a long time.
2: Yeah, it stimulates our emotions. They know. They know the psychology of humans.
0: Well, dude, it's the same thing with. Um, uh, I see it all the time on uh, clickbait. Whether you're on Facebook or whatnot, it's the dumbest freaking title, only meant to divide and polarize people. So you either hate it, so you comment on there, or you love it so much, like, yeah, this is how I think, this is my belief. So they just go at each other because then they engage with one another and they fight the good and the people that hate it. It's funny, it's crazy, it's crazy. That's why they always say, I don't know if this is
2: true or not, but they say like the like they say CNN and Fox owned by the same people. I don't know if that's true or not. It's probably not, but. I'm sure I, 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 it makes sense because at the end of the day, it's, it's just to divide, right? The, like these two, these two different uh, political parties. It's not, they don't really have the best interests of anybody, really. It's just, it's all about self-dividing, making, making people mad at each other. Because at the end of the day, even though I don't like it, I'm motivated by negativity as well like what wakes me up in the morning isn't because everything is perfect isn't because i don't have bills to pay it's because i know i need to work in order to survive so it's 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 true it works but i think it's just important to to, to understand what's going on and then use that negativity to make your life better or to go where you're treated best
0: yeah i think murdoch owns fox and uh, turner owns cnn but i think um Metaphorically, and, they definitely work for the same people, 100. Exactly. percent. And it's uh, there was a funny thing I saw. Um, this Japanese political account got doxed, and they found out the guy running this uh, like it was like a far right Japanese political uh, Twitter was mm-hmm. the same guy running this far left political yeah. uh, Twitter account. So this yep. is the same dude throwing stuff out there to get engagement right. to get clicks. It's, it's just it's a game. It's the biggest drift.
2: It's a ga- it's a game.
0: This is all a game. And you're, and you're, you're the one that's getting played. The person that's saying,
1: no, you can just tell these people like being miserable. And, uh, you know, if you're trying to be our client, we don't take miserable people. I'm trying to help people solve their problems. That includes regaining a sense of happiness that I gained to a certain extent when I left the U S and that the sense of peace that I enhanced when I totally cut the cord with the U.S. I S I don't want to identify with an unrecognizable country. Uh, If you believe that personal freedom is in decline, find a place where personal freedom exists. If you believe that uh, your taxes are going up here from a lot of people, hey, they're going to raise their taxes. Well, there are places where you can go where they're probably not going to raise your taxes or taxes are already really low or they're zero. And so even if they raise them a little bit, right? I mean, people say, hey, uh, what if Dubai institutes an income tax? What if the UAE institutes an income tax one of these days? Uh, I don't necessarily see that on the horizon for the kind of people watching our channel, uh but you know look at what happened in for example indoor they went from zero to ten or zero to five in some cases and so uh listen don't know too many other places where you can pay ten percent on your income and still have some exceptions right so if that's your concern find a place you know if you're concerned that your neighbors are at each other's throats that there is just this this fog in the air that's unpleasant then find a place where that doesn't exist and i can tell you that does yeah, man, his
2: point uh, is key. You mentioned this earlier in the video. Why, why stay and fight? The world's big. The world's a big place. So I would say it, it definitely takes um, takes some time to figure out what place is right for you. But staying and fighting is it's kind of it's it's foolish. It's it's very foolish. Uh, what's going to happen in this world is going to happen. I mean, it's only so much power we have. Um, I think what goes on is, is completely, I don't even think voting at this point really means anything. Um, I think it's more of a, like emotionally you feel good that you think you did the right thing, but I, I, as we can tell, right, I don't even think our current president is our actual president. So I don't think like it's even, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's what can you really do besides go where you're treated best? And I would say, me personally, I would never say, okay, this one country is going to be it. You got to set yourself up financially. That is key. Start with finance. Once you have your finances set, the rest is, the rest is history, right? It's always start. I would say before learning the language of the country you want to go to before anything else, get your money together. And guess what? Any country is going to take you. If you have the money, they don't care what language you speak, what I don't care what, even what passport you have. If you have enough money, you can buy your way into anything you want to. So get your finance, finances straight. That's just history from there.
0: Yeah. Uh, a good thing I've heard was from uh, that Harry Brown was basically, okay, why are you getting angry or why do you want to fight so much? And it basically came down to, cause that's what you think will make you happy. So if, uh, Trump was the president right now, oh, then you would be so happy. Or if this thing was going on, then you would be so happy. But in reality, you're leaving your happiness to all these external things that are totally out of your control. And instead, the end goal is for happiness to happen, then why don't you go figure it out some different way in a different part of the world or a different situation where you can control it more. Uh, there's a lot of things you can control in life. And I think you got to put it on your shoulders that, hey, I can control everything. But realize that these external things that you're bitching about and crying about, similar to like what I said, those communists in America, you know, they cry about everything and they don't fix any of their own problems. It's the same with the people on the right that are crying about the the Trump thing that he's not the president or or whatnot. So focus on what your main purpose is. Your main purpose is to be happy. And you think changing everything externally was the only way you're going to be happy. No, that's not the case. You can change internally and figure things out to get to that happiness Part and if at that point, if you're still mad about what the hell's going on in this world, maybe because you care about your future family or the future generations, when you've got your own happiness figured out and your own life figured out, then go say something, then maybe try to get into politics and change something. But don't start from over here thinking the world needs to change for you to be happy because it's never gonna work.
2: Yeah, I think if you're, you're good, if you're happy, if you're ge- I don't think happiness is actually a thing, but if you're generally like comfortable with yourself. I feel like you're going to look at everything positively, right? So it's a glass, the glass is either half full or half empty, right? So if you could look, if you're actually like comfortable with yourself, comfortable with what's going on in your life, you're going to look at what's going on and say, okay, you know what, I can benefit, how can I benefit off of what's going on, right? The world is changing from fossil fuels to renewables. How can I benefit? How can I extract the most benefit out of each single thing that's going on in this world? So yeah, I think that's extremely important. Very good point. I think if the world, if majority of the people thought that way, things would be much different in society. You
1: know, Entrepreneurs and business owners are just being skewered every day. There are so many more platforms coming out to you know, speak truth to power. Listen, just because you're broke doesn't mean that you're right. And yet that's the mindset in many Western countries. And you know what I where I see a lot less of that? Now granted, I don't get myself as much into the soup. But I go to Eastern Europe, I come here to Colombia, I go to Southeast Asia, I just don't see it as much. I really don't. Now, again, part of it is I, I purposely black some of it out, which you can do as well. You can go overseas and you can say, you know what? I'm not used to reading the uh, newspaper in Thailand, so I'm just gonna stay away from it. I'm just gonna kind of live in my own community. And there's a sort of ignorance is bliss, but you know, to the extent that I am aware of what's going on and I talk to local people, there is not the negativity.
2: I so- love he's a, he's a undercover savage.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's getting snarky but dude you made this um you made this point too is because of our privilege we can cry and moan about the littlest things you know what i mean like in thailand when they're making uh 50 dollars a month it's hard for them to care about other big problems than making food on the table you know what i mean but i also think what are you saying too is you seek out those kind of people. So if you're not seeking out this negativity and whatnot, you're not going to be surrounded by it. You're not going to put up with it, but people love to get in these echo chambers. They love to go cry with each other because misery loves company. That's what I think he's saying.
2: Exactly. Yep.
0: There's
2: a (laughs) lot lot of stress right 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 now
1: in the world in the last couple of years, years. Uh, but it's really not to the same extent. And when people say, well, there's nowhere else to go where it will be recognizable. I push back because I can tell you, Uh, whether it's how you're treated at the security line at the airport, uh, whether it's how you're treated at immigration, whether it's how you're treated on the streets, uh, whatever it may be, you can find places that have more freedom. Certainly, very, very practically, you can find places that have less tax. I don't understand this issue of, uh, you know, if, if the country's recognizable, if you want to stay in the country and you just want to make it work, I'm all for it. I think you should have a plan B because what I hear from every single person, practically is it's getting worse and we fear what's going to happen next. And so if you can afford it, have a second citizenship, have a home in another country, maybe you put the two together, have a residence permit, three things I think that people should do. And they might be in entirely different countries, but you want to be prepared. Uh, obviously that's what we talked about here on the channel, but, um, if your country is unrecognizable and you are struggling with that, don't just stay and wait for it to get worse. Because just like an alcoholic, you have to hit rock bottom before things get better. I don't know how this ship turns around. And people just go back to magically saying, uh, uh, you know, we love each other and we're all in agreement and it's kumbaya again. That hasn't existed in the United States. Really, I don't think since, you know, right after or even before I was born. Is that just going to change on a dime? I don't think so. I think you need the kind of change you saw in a country like Georgia where things changed dramatically. You need the kind of change they had in a Singapore or you know, in post-war Japan or whatever the case may be. You need something shocking. And I think that so many people look at a country like the US as a legacy brand where things are still good enough. I'll leave when things get bad enough. You say it's unrecognizable, but people don't do anything about it. I think things only get worse. And that's why if you're gonna stay, the plan B is so important. If you wanna totally solve the problem,
0: yeah, I think uh, some good points there. It's funny. I remember when I came back from Mexico after four or five months. Um, I just stopped back in the states, and I went back to Mexico. When I got there, I uh, I got back to the airport through customs, and the, I just got harassed. And granted, you know, I had I think I had a bandana as a mask at this point and oh, whatnot. It wasn't so okay. was like, calling what for are yeah. you doing? What are you doing in Mexico for four months? I'm like, I, just, I was just living there. You know, I'm working online. You know, He's like, well, what were you doing in Europe for this long? And now you're here? like. And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Just, I was playing a professional sport. Then I came to Mexico. I have online stuff. And just exactly. wouldn't believe me. He's like, oh, okay, hey, just step to the side. And they went through my bag, like, like just destroyed it. And after the end, they're like, oh. Like, they didn't clean up anything. They're like, welcome back. I'm like, <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, bro, I cannot you know. airports in the U.S.
0: Those yeah. TSA people are just fucking oh, uh, Nazis,
2: man. The U.S. has
0: Nazis. That's TSAs, man. Jesus.
2: Yeah, that's but, that's something I, I hate. Absolutely hate. You know What's up?
0: I went. I mean, if you're making fifteen dollars an hour doing that's the place you finally feel you have power at. I mean, yeah, I understand exactly. it. Another point he was making though is like, uh, okay, if you don't want to leave the country, which is fine, or or do some other stuff, and you want to sit there and try to make it better, that's fine. Just just don't cry and moan about it. Like yeah. you need to be positive. You need to look at the bright side because if you just want to live in that misery, I don't think it's gonna your your mission's not gonna succeed, and you're also not gonna be happy.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But what would you say to the, uh, cause I feel like he's really speaking to the higher earners in a lot of this, right? Because there's so many, not everybody can afford a second residency, passport, et cetera. What would you recommend a guy, right? Who's 25 years old, makes 50 K a year, but he has to, like his job is, is, is pretty much determines on him like being here, right? He can't, that's not remote. What would you recommend this guy to do to live this lifestyle? He's, pretty much promoting.
0: I think what the nomad guy does talk about how this lifestyle is definitely doable for $1,500, $2,000 a month. So if you can get your investments up to that, if you can uh, learn um, uh, a side hustle, a consultant issue, maybe get half of your time at your nine to five remote working, um, copyrights, uh, create content, that takes a lot longer. There's a lot of different things that you got to build up, but realize that you know, Americans are so used to going to Cancun and spending two thousand dollars for the week. That same two thousand, I can live uh, easily in Mexico for uh, a month, two months, very nicely too. Yeah. And uh, so, like, just breaking that mindset of like, look, in Floripa, which is paradise, people make two hundred dollars a month here, mm-hmm. and if they're surviving, I'm pretty sure you can survive too. It's not <laughs> the end of the world. So, building the side stuff, building the investments, and then. You know, taking off. I mean, it's not like this, not like a quick fix. Oh, yeah. You need to go through the rigor and learn this stuff, but it is well worth it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it takes a mindset shift, right?
2: You can't, I think uh, the corporate world is almost, um, uh, it's a, it's a big draw, right? You get paid these high salaries right outside of school. Um, and it, and it kind of traps you into that environment. So I think having that mindset shift of, okay, I'm going to make a lot less money. I'm going to be able to afford a lot less things. I can't have the nice car. I can't have the same nice clothes. Uh, and it, it, it's tough. It's extremely tough, especially for Americans. So I think it really takes, like, if if you want it, you will do it, right? But I feel like a lot of people don't really want this lifestyle. They just like, they, they kind of aspire to have it, but they still feel comfortable with the, the nice car, the nice house, the uh, comfort. So I think it, it it really takes really really wanting this because guys it, it is not easy that not getting a paycheck every two weeks is extremely hard not being able to go out to the very fancy restaurants which your coworkers like you used to be able to uh, it's 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 tough right and it takes time it really takes time it takes sacrifice but trust me guys once you get to that point to where you can start affording those things it's your your friends are gonna be they're gonna reverse. They're gonna be jealous of you. It's it's very important though. It's getting the finances is everything, man. It's 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 everything.
0: Yeah, this this life is no walk in the park. You gotta remember you have zero comfort, no language, the different people, the different culture, the different food, uh, the different money, uh, new SIM card for your phone, new phone numbers. It's yeah. there's no comfort. Like yeah. you learn. <laughs> You learn to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, you know what I mean? But a lot of people, like, if they don't have this certain uh, GNC supplement, they go crazy. If they can't eat this food, they can't handle it, you know what and I mean? Yeah. So, also and you get thrown into this world where it don't matter what you like. You need to adapt. That's not easy. So, it's definitely, like, it takes a, a very adaptable type of person. I think in America, we do get into routines very quickly. And, um, you know, the mortgages, the nine-to-fives, the same bar, the same city, and, to break out of that the matrix, it's not easy. You get you get a lot of daggers and whatnot. The other thing I want to mention, diversify. You know mm-hmm. what he said with, the, hey, just get a second password. Try getting something or go out of your comfort zone a little bit because just in case this thing keeps going downhill and downhill and you get to the end and you're just like, oh, well, I'm going to go down with the ship now. Like, you you want to have at least some sort of option. You don't need to go live across the world but just be ready for it and just have it in the back of your head. So you'll have that uh, peace of mind too. Like, Oh, I can get out here with this passport or I have a home over here.
2: Exactly. And like with the whole sickness that's going on, it's like right, they the should shut down and you had to have certain passports to get into certain countries. So having an option of, let's say you had a Mexican passport, being able to get into Mex- access Mexico all the time when they're closed off to let's say Americans. It's, it's beautiful, man. It's, yeah, so I definitely, I definitely support that. And, and honestly, that's my mission. My mission is definitely to get a second passport eventually. It's not easy, uh, but that's definitely my goal. I don't know where yet, but without a doubt, that's going to happen.
1: A, a find, find somewhere, somewhere where you, you can find recognizable. recognizable. I, I promise, promise it
2: exists. exists. Don't Andrew, I really respect him. Uh, one thing I really like about him is he, he lives what he preaches. So there's a lot of people who complain about America, but they don't actually leave or they complain about America, but they still benefit off of America, right? They still have the passport. They still pretty much are living off the infrastructure of the U.S. He actually gave up his passport. So that is, he means, he means what he preaches, right? So listening to this guy, I definitely think a lot of people can benefit. Obviously there's going to be some things that are a little extreme that he's pushing, narratives that he's pushing, because obviously his business depends on Americans disliking their current environment. But there's definitely a lot you can learn from him. And his points on going where you treat it best, who can argue with that? Like I, I will never argue with somebody. If, if, they, if they believe somewhere else is better for them, you should go. Because trust me, the US is not meant for everybody. Brazil is not meant for everybody. Germany is not meant for everybody. You have to figure out what's best for you. Once you figure out what's best for you, the world, the world is your oyster. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, I definitely believe in the etern- internal. So no matter where you are, you can still be happy and whatnot. And your life is in your hands and whatnot. But there is definitely something to say when you're outside of what you've known. Because your brain just operates differently. It takes differently, whether it's the traveling or you go to new states. And just to see things different. I think it triggers different things in your head that make you think more because you're off the autopilot. I'm not saying like you can't be a happy person where you're born or, or make a fulfilling life whatsoever, know what I mean? But just to get out of that bubble, to expose yourself to new ideas, new cultures and whatnot, I think is imperative to figuring out what makes you tick and what makes you, uh, you know, in the end, happy or fulfilled.
2: Exactly, yeah. And uh, what, what's one man's uh, treasure? Oh Trash. Okay. <laughs> yeah, trash is one man's treasure. So pretty much where I was going restart.
0: Look at this. Look at this. This is uh, a beer bottles. Yeah. So Jeez. this guy took a, this and made a cast out of it. That's like world famous now. Exactly. So-
2: yeah. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, man, it's all about what's best for you. Um, what a place that I might like, you might hate it. So you got to figure out what's best for you. But it takes getting that passport and actually going. Don't and I would say don't do too much research. I think a lot of people do too much research. Don't you think? Na-
0: analysis by paralysis, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. Sometimes you just gotta go. My best decisions in life were always ones I thought about the least. But hey,
0: if you do want help, ask us. Yeah. Con- consultation. Yeah, exactly.
2: exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're definitely there to make it easier. And that's that's the beautiful thing about YouTube though. It definitely uh cuts down that that research time, I would say, into a place because like we've been there, we've given you the lowdown on what what it's like, what to expect. And here on Foreign Strategies, we try to give you like just the truth, right? We're not pushing anything, we're not saying one place is perfect. We're just giving you the true, hard, cold facts. If you want to know more, hit us up.
0: True, and it's not just the facts though, too. It's our perception, and your perception might be totally different. You might yeah. fall in love with something that we both don't like. Or I know yeah. I like things T-Bob don't like. So, but we're yeah. gonna tell you from our experience. No fluffy, no BS. Like, hey, this is what we saw. This is what we did. This is our experience. Boom.
1: Exactly. Yep. Facts.